0: Mighty Main Street is a business show about our small businesses in Salt Lake County and the state of Utah. These extraordinary business owners share their journeys of how they're thriving in today's business environment. Visit Salt Lake and Utah Office of Tourism make this program possible. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us on Mighty Main Street. Today, you were brought to us by Utah Office of Tourism. Kelly Bricker is the Chair and Professor of Parks, Recreation, and Tourism at the University of Utah in the College of Health. Kelly, that's a mouthful. I know. We do a lot. You do. You must do a lot because that's a fabulous title. I haven't, you know, I've got to change mine. I don't even have one right now. So I'll have to change my title. I really, I like the girth of that. You
2: can borrow
0: mine. (laughs) Okay. Well, Kelly, thank you for being a part of Mighty Main Street. We really appreciate it. And boy, is this ever a big subject right now with what we've gone through this past year uh, and then all the the focus on our self-care and our own health and what all of this outside tourism, travel, our parks and rec mean to us. This is a, I think your job got a little bit bigger this last year, it seems to me.
2: Absolutely. You know, I think the, the importance of what we does has grown in popularity, you know, and the contribution to health and well-being is phenomenal. Um, not only individuals, but to destinations around the world economically and bringing and improving quality of life for various destinations. So we know we're important. I think uh A pandemic really highlights the importance of what we do and the contribution to daily health and
0: well-being. That's exactly what we're hearing right now. Uh, What have been some of the takeaways, Kelly? I, I heard a lecture the other day. They said that we need to be really mindful of what we've gone through this last year because this could repeat itself, you know, in the future. Not the near future, but just in the future. So whatever we've learned from COVID, we need to really make sure that we track this. So what are some of the takeaways from your perspective from health? What's your, some of your takeaways?
2: Well, I think what's what's really clear is we need to take care of our environment. Our environment is really foundational to our human health and well-being. And when our environment is under stress, you know, various viruses get out and we're not able to recover as human beings. So it's really important we take care of our environment, our air quality, our water quality so that we can as human beings do enjoy the outdoors and really find recovery and resilience by using the outdoors and being in the outdoors. So I think we've learned that, but but scientists have known that for a long time healthy environment means healthy people. So our connection to the environment was even more evident this past year. I think we also know that we need these places and spaces to get outside and enjoy the great outdoors because that does improve our health. It keeps us mentally and physically well and we need these places. Everyone needs access to these places. So ensuring safe and available access is also critically important.
0: As so many people have discovered the great outdoors during this time that maybe didn't do it before, really your first timers, how are we educating them on how to be able to enjoy the outdoors but leave it intact? Because I know that we've had some challenges at our parks with a lot of debris and garbage and just, you know, just not understanding how to participate. We know we've had stories of visitors that go in the slot canyons at Zion in flip-flops, Um, There was a story last year of this woman who was hiking in high heel shoes from Chicago with her son and her husband, and she fell and broke her leg, understandably. So um, what does our education outlook look like for our people, you know, visitors and even our locals? Yeah, I think that's
2: um, critically important. And, And something that we're trying to do at the University of Utah is educate the next generation of users. So we have a program called you explore where students learn to go and do various activities outdoors, but also learn how to take care of the environment. And I believe the Office of Tourism is getting ready to roll out a visitor education program, which, you know, I think if people are aware of their impacts and how to prevent their negative impacts, then I think generally speaking, people like to do the right thing. So we're hopeful that through education, through ongoing education, not only at the student level, but at societal level, that that will help. And there are programs called Leave No Trace and other programs that have attempted to provide that information to people and kind of, you know, online education of know before you go people that run guided experiences also try to educate. So all your outfitters and people that are, are helping to take people outdoors or you know be a part of their experience are also trying to educate visitors as they come in. So I think I think education is key. It's, it's happening in a variety of ways and we just need to make sure that ensure that we're doing more of it and continuing it, you know, as people Realize the benefits of getting outdoors,
0: Kelly. I think that is so smart to have many different channels. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't yes. have to be siphoned into one. We have many different cha- channels, and you're absolutely right about outfitters. they have such an appreciation for the environment, and they are great teachers and great stewards, and I also really appreciate your comment about. For the most part, we want to do the right thing, and we and we want to be dutiful. We've learned this since we were children. You know, we learned to get in line, and I'm number one, I'm two, I'm three. I mean, you know, we do, we do sure. like to, yeah, we like to participate, and we like to feel like we're doing good and doing well. Um, I have that experience in my exercise class. I love it when, they, when they're when they telling me I'm doing my exercise right, and if I don't hear from them, I think I need to really work on this because I want to be acknowledged for doing it right. <laughs> so it's just something that yeah, exactly. we were brought up with this. I'm so thrilled to hear that you're at the University of Utah. Why is it housed at the University of Utah?
2: We have this program, I think, that's, that's really quite unique in the United States. It's, it's educating, you know, and people that are students at the U or want to come in from the outside of, at the U are welcome as well. And, and I think it's, it makes sense for the state that we have. We have so many wonderful resources. And students coming in, even from out of state, that want to learn about the place that they're going to school and enjoy. You know, that's a big part of the college experience is to enjoy the environment that you're living and studying in. That's where we come in with our courses for students that are a major in Parks, Recreation and Tourism, but also for those that might be an engineer or a nurse or a sociologist and want to get outside and and have you know, an enhanced experience while they're at the U.
0: So there's courses that there. people can get their degree in Department Parks and Recreation and Tourism? I mean, you yes. have that. And, Really? Yes. Yeah,
2: and we have three areas that we focus on, commercial, community, and sport management, uh, sustainable tourism and hospitality management, and outdoor recreation studies. This state is so much about these things that we feel like this is a really important Major in a you know a lifetime of awesomeness as part of being a professional, so there's lots of opportunities and job opportunities.
0: Kelly, how did you figure this out so early in your life to have this opportunity? I mean this is brilliant on your part what what <laughs> what drew you into this
2: so for me, it was growing up doing a lot of camping and going to summer camp you know with my family and so that that's what, you know, got me interested. But, you know, for a lot of our students, they don't find us until maybe their junior year. And sure. sometimes it's through taking of one of these you explore classes or just having, you know, happening to talk to one of the faculty members or something, but trying to recruit students a lot earlier now, because there are programs in high schools, you know, that are starting to get students involved in tourism and And everybody knows about it because Utahns are outside participating quite a bit. But I think as a field of study and then as a profession, There are a ton of opportunities for folks, especially in the state of Utah and the world, really. It's a a global major.
0: Kelly, we're going to take a quick break because this is really interesting. I really appreciate this. I have Kelly Bricker with me, and she is at the University of Utah. She's a chair and professor of park, recreation, and tourism. And this is interesting. I've got to hear a little more about this at the other side of the break. Kelly, thank you so much for being with us on Mighty Main Street. You bet. If you want to hear this interview again, download the KSL News Radio app or listen anywhere you find great podcasts. Just search Mighty Main Street. We're coming right back on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM.
1: I'm Dave Cawley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office to meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home.